Hear you nothing that I say. Master, moving stones around is one thing. This is totally different. No. No different. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. Alright, I'll give it a try. No. Try not. Do. Or do not. There is no try. Be sure to share the podcast on your favorite social media channels. Wondering how you can show your love? Head over now to Facebook and drop a like. Ah, for wow! What'd you guys think of that? Yeah, I had to throw back some throwbacks. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, the all-time favorites. I think personally, my favorite saga of all the sagas. You guys haven't watched uh, Empire Strikes Back at least, or Star Wars in the first three or however you want to whatever i'm going in order that they were played okay they came out anyways i like to motivate myself in a lot of different ways um regardless if it's a dent that i might not seem to think i can do or i something in my personal life that i think is uh challenging it really, if basically Yoda is correct, right? He's like, hey, man, you ain't going to half-ass it. Either you do it or you don't. And it's pretty much how PDR is. And that's why I put it in there because I remember listening to myself about what, listening to Yoda, you know, because I was like, man, I just got to try it. I just got to do it. And then if I did it and I couldn't do it, at least I tried. And I, for the most part, I was successful and it's crazy. So I, I wanted to kind of go into a um, kind of some sayings too. And I've got another part to play about that as well uh, in this uh, Yoda part as Empire Strikes Back stuff, um, because I think it's important because we have a packed show right here. This is, I've got a lot of topics to go through stuff. I didn't get to last time. And I know most of you who are wondering, who, who sent me questions about certain topics that are asking me, why didn't you mention it? What, what's going on? And I'm referring to Mega Media Event. Uh, we're going to get to the MTE Vegas. We're going to, um, what else are we going to do? Okay, let me go to my, go to, let me go to my topics here. Uh, we are going to uh, talk about social media platforms. Okay. Uh, the the new tools that I've been testing, and we're talking about Kiko, the latest wooden tips from Glexo, Excalibur, Sidekick, Anaconda, the newest latest Anaconda, and then my my take with the cold glue. And I just recently filmed a review. I'm I'm actually editing it right now, and it should be out. Uh, well, when you hear this, it will be Thursday, but I'm planning to get it done quick so it could be out thursday could be out friday latest i would say saturday um, but i'm really want to get it done and also i have another a longer version of that more of a tutorial part of it going on dent trainer so we've got a lot of things to talk about and so i want to stay on track on far as the one one of my motivation part is um i i got this other motivation i, I do a lot of things to help me stay motivated and focused every day, every morning. I meditate. Um, I do a lot of different things that probably you don't care about, and why should you? But to help me stay focused. And one of the motivation things uh, I read was falling down is an accident, staying down is a choice. So I remember myself being that way a long time ago. And you've, if you listen to podcast two, I always refer to podcast two because that's really what kicked off this podcast. It's also kicked off my career. It really helped me see if I was going to um, make it in this, in this industry. You know, if I had had enough of the motivation to, to keep doing what I'm doing. And, and good, God forbid, I mean, God, God, thank God, God forbid, thank God 
you know, Christopher Dale's, you always fumble with your words. I'm like, well, you try to do a podcast live, live without, I don't edit half my stuff, guys. So it doesn't sound all simple and stitched up. And I pretty much don't sit there and go through every little blurb I mess up. I don't have time for that. And besides, you guys can relate to me. That's Mike Toledo. It is what it is. Okay. Thanks, Chris, for pointing that out, though, dude. I'll try to edit my podcast more. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Actually, I've got another, another quick play, and then we'll get, into, uh, we'll get into the rest of it. So the whole point of it is believe in yourself, right? I, I say that a lot of times about PDR, um, about yourself, about where regardless if you're trying to sell your value of your service, which we talked about last week or two weeks ago, regardless of anything, it could be just believe in yourself and believe you can do it and try. That's the main, main thing. All right. So I'm going to play this little soundbite for you. You guys let me know what you think. Oh, actually, actually, hold on a second. Let me set that up. For those of you guys who don't know what this clip I'm about to play is that Luke Skywalker came in, uh, wanted to see Yoda, wanted to become a Jedi Dent Master. Let's just put it that way in those terms, okay? He wanted to become a Jedi Master. And Yoda was the Shizzo for Rizzo, right? So uh, anyways, he didn't know who Yoda was. And Yoda, anyways, he found Yoda. Yoda started training him and yada, yada. And and uh, Yoda goes, well, you know what? You crashed into my swamp, so I need you to get your ship out and based on what you've learned. He's like, what? That's going to be impossible. I, I guess I'll try. And that was the first part I was uh, sending, uh, played for you guys. And he said, no, no, you know, you heard that part, right? You don't do, you, you don't try, you do or you do not, right? So he goes, all right. So he's lifting the ship out of the swamp. He's almost got it and he drops it. And he just says, it's impossible, right? So Yoda, with his special powers, lifts it up, lifts up the ship, basically in short terms, and gets it out of the swamp and drops it. So Luke Skywalker's walking over to him and he goes, holy crap, right? And this is where I'm, we're at right here. I don't, I don't believe it. Nick, it's why you fail. So that's my point, right? If you don't believe it, that's why you're going to fail. Just like a dent. If you have a big dent or you have a, a cost that you think is just totally outrageous, yeah, I would never charge a customer that. That's just way too much. Why? What's the real reason, right? Because you don't believe it. It's, that's my point. And this is why I played this stuff. Yes, it's from a movie. But did you know that was really based off of uh, teachers, okay? People who, who are coaches, life coaches, helped give some of that script info in there. And this is really what it comes down to. You believe in yourself and doing those dents and charging for the value of your service. And I'm going to keep drilling it into you guys as long as you're willing to listen to this podcast. You'll hear me say it because you know that little voice in your head, regardless if it's yourself or it's me or you listening to the podcast or something else, it's telling you, knocking on your door and your, your head, your conscience going, oh, like, hey man, you know you could have tried a little harder on that. You know that, right? You could have charged a little bit more on that, right? Why are you selling yourself short? That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So we'll move on to some more topics here. Hope you enjoyed that little, little, uh, little tidbit of that. So we're going to talk about social media platforms. Okay. Why, why you want to target as many as you can. Um, I'm going to give you some insight here. So I had, and we know, know this is COVID-19 going on right now. Okay. And what the hell happened to my notes here? Okay, I thought I deleted my notes here. I was going to like, holy crap, there goes my podcast here. But anyways, okay, so what we're talking about is the social media platforms, why you want to target as many as you can. Now, during this COVID-19, I've had 
the busiest last week and a half I ever we've ever had. Like, like hands down. Now I started wondering, like, what the why? Why are we having this record? Now, I'll get to that. My thoughts, my final thoughts of it at the end. But I was looking at where all the customers are coming from because I take specific, I take, I take a survey on every customer that books, where they hear from us and they fill it out. They have to fill it out. They have, it's mandatory that they put it. Otherwise they can't keep going and adding their appointment. So it was the most well-rounded areas of where the customers are coming from. I had multiple Facebooks, multiple Instagram, multiple YouTube, multiple Google, multiple repeats, multiple Yelps. So those are every single category had multiple customers that were booking. So really what I'm really saying at is that the work that I've been putting in to all these platforms has paid off, is paying off. Not putting all my eggs in one basket, not hoping and putting like tons of tons of work into one one platform. Because let's face it, ladies and gentlemen, like Periscope, right? I thought Periscope was going to be the shizzo, like the new YouTube. But slowly but surely, it started pulling back. As soon as the other platforms started doing live videos as well, Periscope went down. I'm not saying most of you are doing that because you guys weren't really into videos yet or live stuff. But that kind of gives you kind of an idea of things that could like fluctuate. You know, heck, we don't know if Facebook is going to still be the king or Instagram or, or TikTok or, or any of these. Now I didn't get any leads from TikTok, not that I know of, but I didn't put a, uh, I didn't put a little checkbox there for TikTok either. I haven't put a ton, a ton of effort into that one yet, but um not saying I won't. But my point is, is to make sure that you guys are doing your diligence to promote yourselves, your company on all as many platforms as you possibly can. It's important. The other thing is, is I've been testing our CRM system, our new CRM system. Now, what is a CRM system? CRM system is a customer relations management system. So let's say someone signs up for your emailer, right? So you can retarget them or you can send them a a message or you can have a form from one of your ads that takes their information, puts it into your, your hub where you can retarget them again, where you can send out emails or text messages straight to them. And you can do campaigns, ongoing campaigns once a month with them. And you know what that's good for? So you can keep them as a customer. I mean, excuse me, keep them, yeah, keep them as a customer and they don't lose your info. How many times have you guys been out to a customer and you asked them, Hey, how did you hear about us? Well, you know, I've used this service before and I, I had a guy, but I just can't, I couldn't remember his name. So I just kind of looked up the internet and there you were. So I just thought I'd give you a call. I know I was probably one of those customers that was with one of my competitors and vice versa. I don't want that to happen. You know, your easiest customer to get is the one you already have. Keep that in mind. And that's a, that's another thing. I'm not going to go, this isn't going to be about the CRM system. Not yet, but I'm letting you know, John and I, John Hiley have been working diligently on this new system. It is effing awesome. We've, we brush touched it on last year. Now we're probably about 70% on this and it is unbelievably fantastic. And it's not HubSpot or Hootsuite or anything like that. It's our, it's one that we have. 
So it is fantastic. Speaking of that, um, we are running a website special. I would encourage you, if you don't have a website, get one of ours. It is super affordable. It's a steal. $997 gets you everything you need. Get you a blogs, five-page website, your information, your SEO, your, you can, basically what we do is we populate your website fully. You can change things in and out, swap them out with your own personal stuff if you want, whatever. You can tell us to put pictures in, whatever you want. Logo, color coordinated, the whole nine yards for $997 and just $97 a month to have it. It is fast. You can create lead pages on it, landing pages. You can do anything you want on this website, and it's fast, and it's done right. Created by PDR professionals for PDR professionals. Check it out. Go to thebestpdrwebsites.com. You can go there. Or you can go to, uh, you can message me or John directly, and we'll be able to help you out that way too. It is friggin' fantastic. And it's only going, I believe, until uh, I think another week or two. So I don't have the exact date. I know John put an a end date on there. We only do that like once or twice a year. Check it out. It's fantastic. Um, So the other thing is about your social media platforms. Let's stay on topic of that. Prioritize a day, time, and objective. If you don't do, if you don't put this on your calendar, it's not going to get done. You and I both know it. Most of us, and we are, and we should, are freaking busy. But we say the same thing. I'm just too busy. It's your business, man. How can you say you're too busy? That's your business. I don't think we prioritize ourselves enough to understand that this is our business. This is part of our business. This isn't like a bonus. This isn't like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, that's that doesn't really require me to do that to keep my business running. No, you're right. No, it doesn't. But it keeps you, your income consistently coming and your brand to be out there. And eventually I'm telling you, it's like planting a seed. Yes, it's slow, especially if you watch it to grow. I'm referring to, but if you nourish it, basically doing what you're supposed to do and posting and, and paying attention to it and understanding more of the details about it instead of just being a robot and putting it there and not knowing why you're doing it. It's way more effective when you know why than just doing it. Because my, oh, well, how are you doing that? Well, Mike Toledo told me to do it on the podcast. Why? I don't know. He just said it's a good idea. That is also a wrong reason to just do what I tell you to do. You have two, you, you, listen, you have two shifts. And honestly, it's going to be full time for the first two years if you're not already doing this. Your first shift, actually you have three shifts. Let, let, I'm going to do that in 24 hours, okay? Your first shift is work, right? You do your dance, you handle all that stuff, right? You do what you got to do. You come home. Your second shift is your family, your kids, And your third shift is back on the computer, promoting on your phone, whatever you got to do to make sure that you're branding all across your social media platforms. If you don't understand something, Google it, YouTube it, find out. I did that. I didn't understand something. I did that. Before there were tutorials on YouTube, I went on forums. I learned. Don't give yourself the excuse that you're not... Don't have time. When you say I don't have time, you're saying I don't want to have time. Because you all have a calendar, regardless if you write it down on your appointment book, or if you, I'm, I'm, I hope you do, I hope you do by now, is put it on a Google calendar or some kind of, you know, digital calendar. So that is, that's another topic on that, right? Which I'm checking off, prioritize, okay? 
different platforms have different audiences. Don't assume that everybody is on every platform. They're not. You have completely, well, sometimes in some cases, completely different audience. Like my, I have different, completely different audience on Instagram live than I do on YouTube. YouTube is DIY people. Instagram is more PDR people. And then I've got a mix between Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram on my Facebook page. So I have different audiences. And that's why sometimes you see me say something different, not in like far as what, you know, flip-flopping what I'm saying, but I'll have a different topic or I'm marketing to one type of audience than the other. Pay attention to that. Scroll through your stuff. You'll see people that you don't recognize. As you become more comfortable with this and you start building an audience on different platforms, you're going to see that you do have indeed different audiences. And that's why it's important to put your attention on different parts of those audiences. I hope this is making sense. Advertise to your local market. So if you have a post that's doing really well, it's a good idea to boost that post. Now, why would you boost that post? Well, look at me. No, that's not why, because what, what, if you have a Facebook page, by the way, if you're not on Facebook and creating a Facebook page, get, you're missing out, man. Like a lot. I'm getting, I get about five messages a day, customers, not people, not PDR text, customers sending in quotes. It's getting more and more, I would say, by the month. Going back, boost your posts. And the reason why you want to boost it, not like crazy, is because you are actually targeting people who they'll like your page. And then you'll be able to target them more on Facebook because they've already liked your page. So they'll see your advertisements. Do you get it? It's kind of like having an email list almost. Facebook will show those campaigns or your specials or your offers to those people who've liked your page. Yes, you'll have some dent, guys. So what? But your local market, see, that's what I'm saying. You want to you make sure that you are showing these, these boosted posts to your local market, your people in the surrounding area. Not dent, guys. Okay? So make sure that's... I'm not going to go into crazy detail with that. That's what Mega Media Events are about. And I will get to that topic as well. But I am going to give you some really good nuggets on telling you where you should do and focus and how. I mean, I'm pretty much am doing it. It's up to you guys and gals to do the research and, and, and mold it to how your company works. That's what it's about. And remember, new likes mean... You can target those specific people with new ads, live videos, and offers, like I said. Okay? Just keep that in mind. That's why you need to pay attention to these social media platforms. That's why you've got to nurture those and, and keep at it. Regardless if you're doing, you know, using Diptych, uh, VidStitch, or whatever, keep it interesting as best as you can. Keep it fresh. And... Post as much as you can if you, if you have that. If you don't have that ability, get somebody who can. Hire your niece, your, your, your daughter, your, your son, anybody that can actually help and post. Because it will, it does make a difference. Okay? So let's, uh, let's move on to, I've, like, I've still got the mega media event to talk about. I've got the MTE, okay? I've got, uh, talk about new live videos that are going to be coming from the shop. And I've got uh, new tools to talk about. And then my take on the new cold glued tabs from Kiko. 
So we still got some. Hang in there with me, okay? So let's talk about MTE Vegas. Well, I don't know if you heard by now. Yeah, it was announced the day before yesterday, which is Wednesday that I'm talking to you this. You'll hear this on Thursday. So what day is it right now? It's the 22nd right now. So I believe on the 20th, it was, it was announced they canceled it. And for good reason, because there's COVID-19 spikes everywhere. It's just, they just believe it wouldn't be a good idea to hold it because of the circumstances. And I, I, I'm actually, I don't talk to Sheldon. I have never actually had a conversation with him personally. I am surprised I haven't yet, but the guys at, you know, PDR tool time are pretty close with him. My wife has talked to Susan, which is one of the, you know, MTE coordinators over there. Um, but I personally have never really talked to Sheldon. I'm actually glad that they, he did that though. I think it's a great choice, especially the way that he was planning to have it. If he didn't cancel it, I just think it was just better off. I think most of you would agree too, because if you heard the way he was going to have it, he was only going to have like 250 people. There weren't going to be no boost, but there were going to be like small little tables. And then they had speakers, which I was going to be speak. And John Hiley was going to speak. And we we're going to speak together uh, to be uh, quite frank and let you guys know. But I was there and John was there. We were there for support. But we didn't. I just didn't have a good feeling about it because of the circumstances and how it was going, like how they went and set it up. I know no knock at them. I know they're doing their best to try to make the best event they can for the West coast and East coast. And I don't even want to say that because they're the ones that say that, but I, I still would like to still see everybody come to both events, but I'm not going to get into that because you've heard me say that before. And we'll touch again on that when it gets closer. Is the Orlando one going to happen? I don't know. We don't know. We're not Nostradamus. And uh, I'm bummed because, you know, this whole year is pretty much a write-off for events. And I wish them the best of luck on that. And I'm, I'm hopeful that they will still have the one in Orlando. So stay tuned on that. If I can get Sheldon on here. I will, or I'll just hijack PDR tool times and steal their freaking interview and I'll bring it over here. So I did. speaking of events, you guys are probably all wondering about mega media event. Well, pretty much the same circumstance. It's not going to happen. Not going to have mega media event. I was supposed to be at my shop and it's just, it's just the right call. Too much of this stuff going on, and and uh, we just John and I just that figure it's the same. We agree. We pretty much have the same uh, answer that uh, MTE has. Just not right. It's n it's not safe enough, shall we say, to to hold it, and because you know you got to keep in mind that people are flying in from different parts of the country, and. You know, airplanes are probably the most dangerous areas to go on if you are really, really uh, concerned. Why would you fly on an airplane? Even though there's less people. But I get it. So most people got to do what they got to do. Anyways, that's not the, the point of the Mega Media event. It just doesn't feel right. And when I don't feel right about something, we're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. And my motivation and John's motivation, we, it's not about money. I'll tell you that right now. It ain't about money. I, I, I care about the safety and the feeling uh, and want to make sure that things are going well in, in our um, environment, in, in the PDR industry and, and things like that. And yeah, the show must go on, but it can go on a different day and time and, and, and next year. Now, are we going to wait a whole year for Mega Media Event? If, if this thing doesn't subside, yeah. But if it, if it does subside, 
No, we will have an announcement for another one soon. But we're going to keep an eye on this COVID-19. We're going to see how things go. So we'll keep you posted on that. Okay, moving on. So what about virtual events? We're talking about virtual events, okay? Is virtual events going to be something that people could attend or do? I think yes. I think it's complicated. It's more complicated than it sounds. It's not like having a Zoom meeting. You know, you got uh, presentations to deal with. You've got, uh, you know, keynotes. Uh, you got a little, a lot of moving parts, shall I say, in, in certain aspects of the virtual world. I know it's going to be somewhat of a future. Matter of fact, it was already on the table for Dent Trainer for the Mega Media event. Yeah, matter of fact, I pretty much got the live thing down. I know how to put a live event on. But again, there are still certain things that need tweaking to be able to pull that off and pull it off well. And we're working on that. And I think it's going to be, you know, eventually it will be kind of a ticket for both. So, and, and I think, you know, why can't MTE do it? Why can't uh, a lot of these other events do it? It's definitely possible. And the question is, would you get, would you get the, in, or like the in-person feel or are you just going to be the computer? See, that's the part that you just, that's the part that's hard to kind of substitute. Now, when you go, you're going for the camaraderie, right? You're going for the uh, networking. You're going to share the atmosphere experience with someone else. And you're, then you're talking and you have, go have dinner and lunch with them. And then, you know, you just kind of, you, you just soak it all in together at once in the same room. So it's different than watching it by yourself, which is still good. Still getting some top-notch pointers and, and details and, and a lot of stuff that you can learn, but it's not the same in person. So that is just something to think about. Uh, so now... Next week, I'm excited. I am getting fiber optic, high-speed internet at the shop. So let's just say 80% sure. I'm not going to say 100% because I got to test it. And I told the people, I said, you put it in, you ain't leaving nowhere until we do a test. Because I want to do some fake live videos. I want to do it for a half hour. I want to see if there's any hiccups, if there's any drops or anything like that, because we're going to start doing live training tutorials, live stuff in the shop. And it's going to be cool. We're going to have switching cameras everywhere. We're going to give you different prerogatives and it's going to be all recorded too. Super sick. So basically what I'm going to be doing is guinea pigging the virtual event stuff. And you guys get to take care and be part of it. Now, the new Dent Trainer 2.0, inside of your member, you'll be able to watch these videos live. Inside. Freaking cool. So we will have public ones, but we're going to have the ones that are mainly inside of Dent Trainer. So I'll do some public ones for sure. No, no doubt about it. But we're definitely going to have some live videos inside the new Dent Trainer 2.0. It is. It's fantastic. I'm meeting with someone actually uh, later today on the phone. Thank gosh I looked at the phone too. Um, and we're going to, we're, we're, we're just trying to sum these things up, trying to tie our last things up with the Dent Trainer. Now, when you do go on Dent Trainer 2.0, when it is released very soon, it's going to feel totally different, okay, but good. And there'll be some videos you're like, hey, I thought I saw that. Where is this video at? Blah, blah, blah. It's, some of the videos aren't going to be all populated at once because there have been so many videos. We haven't been able to catch up between designing, organizing, and putting all the videos where they need to go and how they go. Uh, we just, we'd rather just 
launch it the way it is. It's not half-assed, guys, so you're going to like it. But they'll still be populated. Older, We're talking about the older videos, okay? The newer ones are going to be on there. And newer, newer ones you haven't even seen. So stay tuned for that. I don't want to go too much in and off, off topic here. So the, nether, the other topic, speaking of topics, is new tools. The new tools I've been using around the shop. And uh, I've been using those wooden tips from Glexo. Now, my favorite, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, is the ball, the, the, the wooden ball. I like it because you can slide it. You can start deep, deep creases with it, deep pits with it. Because no matter what angle you you're, have the tool, you're getting the same contact surface. And it's really good. Now, it can slip on you. Can slip. It's not a miracle worker tip. You know, you still got to do your fundamentals and be aware. But it can start a nice dent and really help lift that depth out of the center. And then you can switch to a different tool if, you, if you're more comfortable with that and take over. I'd use this tip on super heavy hit motorcycle tanks, the Harley Davidsons, deep creases and deep pits. The other tips are just your typical round, you know, stock tips. And I'd say typical, believe me, they're not typical. They're well-made, well-made. And they work really well. You can tap down with them. You can, you can push with them. And I think you're going to really like them. The ones I like is the ebony, the darker one, and it is legit. It's really nice. Either one you're going to be happy with, the set. I'll put a link down here on the podcast. You can check that out. Put links where the Kiko stuff is at too as well because we're going to get to that in a second. The slime glue. Well, what can I say? Another great product from Anson and uh, thought up of from Carbon Tech, uh, Ted, uh, Ted, Todd Zimmerman. Another great guy, if you haven't met him in person, the owner of Carbon Tech, super nice guy. And uh, he said, if you, you probably heard him on the interview last time, but uh, he said it's for hot and humid weather and it works just as good for me. And no matter what, I mean, like in, in regular controlled environments. So I'm not going to go crazy in depth of the details. That's what PDR tool times for. I will definitely break down some tools that I use for, but in this case, I'm kind of just kind of going over some of the latest tools I've been using around in the shop. I've used dent freaks paddle. I have to say it's good. It's heavy. It's, it, it does its job. It's really nice. It's got a lot of features on it. It's got magnets on the side. I think he can he can laser engrave your your logo or your name into the paddle, and he's passionate about what he like what he does. So I like the paddle, and I can say fair to say to tell you guys you'll like it as well. It's held up for me. My students have been using it. I've been using it, and you should check it out. Dent Dent Freaks. I'll put the link again. You want to go to my podcast, denttimepdr.com, denttimepdr.com. You'll see the links down there below, and you'll be able to see that, okay? Excalibur Sidekick Tools. Now, they did send me a longer one. Now, they sent me a shorter one, and it is money. Super money. Got a lot of, just like it says, Sidekick 8's got a lot of kick to it. It's hard to explain. It's kind of like uh, the PDR Finesse 226s, but a little bit more kick, a little more sharper. On one end, a little more rounded on the other. So it can kind of definitely for sure give you best of both worlds, a softer push, a sharper tip push when you need it. Comes in a ratchet style made by A1, designed by Excalibur by, from Rick. Super good tools. And they work great going down the door. Tons of leverage, super accurate, and they can be as forgiving or as sharp as you want them to be. Check those out. And you can get them, I believe, either on is Excalibur PDR tools, or you can go to A1 tools. Check them out too. How about Maria, man? 
she's been doing a great job. Good for her. Waiting for her to bounce back. She looks like she's got her, her mojo back. She's out there promoting, hitting it up. And that's what the tool manufacturer should be doing. Getting out there, showing what's latest, what's new. Good for her. You got Vince showing all the tools from Anson. Of course, Anson's to me, you know, I mean, I don't think they like me telling them that they're like the Amazon of PDR tools, but they are. I mean, come on, man. You, you can just go there, order it, get your stuff quickly sent to you. Good customer service. Booyah. Speaking of dent tools or different companies, Ultra. Ultra's got a new handle. Seems to be pretty sick. Stay tuned on that. Steve still hasn't showed me a, t- a design yet, though. He's, he's been talking all kinds of smack on it. Uh, but I'm going to go next week and, and, and check it out. I have a feeling it's the handle that I've been wanting for years. I've told him I wanted kind of like a Jedi handle, like a Sith one, you know, kind of like it's got like you can connect it from the front, connect it from the side, connect it from the other side. Basically like a T handle that can just basically connect from all different angles and turn into the handle that you want. Straight, T handle, barrel handle. Hopefully that's the handle he's coming out with. I'm eager to check it out to see what it's like. So if all you ladies and gentlemen are thinking about, man, I need some new handles, and you already have the octagon uh, types of handles that Ultra has, octagon ends, uh, you're probably going to be in for a good treat there. They, you know Ultra, they, they, they have one of the best handle designs, and it's the easiest handle design. Uh, John Hiley came out with one to adapt with the, uh, the, I would say, you know, the A1 uh, ratchet system where they, you can pull that handle off, and then you can just, just his just slides right on or pops right on. It is fantastic. So, hopefully, you're not out of the loop that far, and you've seen uh, handle or two by now, but we all know handles are probably the, the, one of the most important part of your tool. Cause what do you do when you look at a tool, right? You, you, you hold the tool, you look at the tip and you'll feel the handle. I, and you, and then you, what do you do? You twist it, right? You're trying to see the flex. How much flex does it got? Those are the three things that I think that you're looking at or you're aware of subconsciously. Your hand is in, on the handle. And also, so if you have a handle, you have two, do you have two tools that are pretty much identical? They, they do the same thing. Just one has the better handle. No brainer, right? You're going to go with the one that has the better handle. So what if the one's darker or the one's shinier? Well, to me, it does. I mean, I, I like shiny, but but if the handle's really, really good, I'm going to pick the handle, fellas, because I know in the long run that shininess or how good it looks isn't going to make me that much difference of money of how comfortable I am pushing with it or twisting. So it's important that these tool manufacturers stay aware of handle designs. I think it's all ultimately purpose. It's it, If I owned... A tool company. That's the first thing I'd be doing right now is innovating handles. And I would make adapters that can fit on all the tools comfortably, including if anybody's listening out there, I know somebody is because I told them and they're listening. Flat bars. Flat bars need handles. We only use one side at a time. Generally, that's my only side. The other side is just stabbing me. I'm making marks in the between my palm. I need a I need a handle, comfortable handle. So that's my take on the tools. Kiko, let's go back. Actually, I've got one more thing, and then we're gonna wrap this up pretty close. But I'm gonna talk to you about the Kiko Glexo tabs. The yeah, the Kiko plastic Glexo tabs. Now they're about 69 bucks, 70 bucks for the set. You get uh four tabs and you get a little uh slide hammer adapter. And 
it's kind of like a half twist. Now I have a review coming out for it and the review is going to have really in detail about my thoughts about it, but I'm going to give you a firsthand listen to it. So if you haven't watched the review, which should be coming out very, very soon, uh, I'll tell you what I think about it. So the tabs, they can, they screw onto this adapter, like not full thread. It's like a, it's almost like a half twist. And you would think that they would come off by the, you know, by the throw that you, you know, you're sliding with the slide hammer. And in fact, they have a mini slide hammer. It's a one pound slide hammer. Perfect throw. And it kicks butt. And anyways, so I was first using it. And it, and it wasn't getting as pulled as I wanted to. I was like, what the heck's going on, man? Well, maybe it's not, it's not that good. Well, the more I started using it, the better it got. But I realized, just like normal glue, right? If you don't get a good pull, what do you think the number one cause is when, you know, on, on regular hot glue pulling? When you pull it, it just comes off. Yeah, the timing of the glue is probably one of your main concerns. But why, what happens when it, you've been doing everything right and it, and it comes off? Or let's say you get a good pull and then it stops pulling. What, what do you think is happening? You stop prepping the panel, right? You didn't prep the panel well enough. Cold glue, you got to prep the panel twice as good, consistently, always. The more you prep the panel, in between poles, joining poles, you're going to friggin', you're going to always have a good, you're going to have a pretty decent pull. Also, I just want to let you know, are these tabs going to pull a dent out every time? The answer is no. Is it going to help you in the speed of your repair? Yes and no. And I'll tell you, yes, if you do it right. No, if you don't know what you're doing. Oh, dang, I pulled this and it's not, it just pulled it halfway. I could have put a tab on there and pulled it harder. Yes, you could have. Keep in mind the cold glue, if it's a deeper dent, it's going to lift that part up where it needs to stop, where you can actually take the real tab that you need to do use and then finesse that that dent out smoothly quickly easier that's basically my review on it it was really well now it was pulling dents out and you've seen me do the glexo their tabs and it was pulling out and it will but it's also good it's going to depend on the vehicle as well okay if you have high strength steel if you have aluminum it's going to depend on how deep and what type of metal or aluminum you're working with. So keep that in mind. The more you get familiar with how this glue and these tabs work, the better and more efficient you're going to become with it. Just like anything, any new tool comes out that PDR techs aren't familiar with, that they don't understand, there's two things that happen. The first thing is they say it's junk. It doesn't work. Second thing, they're, they're sticking with it, but they're just doing it completely wrong. Remember, give yourself some understanding about it. How can you use it to your benefit? To me personally, I like it. Hey, isn't it just easy? Just You've already had a tab. It's cold glue on there. Why not just give it a pull while you're waiting for your, your hot glue to heat up? You might get lucky. Actually, you will get lucky. You'll get more lucky than you think. And if you're a good blender, good tap downer, you're going to be able to finish that dent. And you'll be like, you know what? This is actually pretty good. I'll put the link again down below. Okay, the, the tabs again run about 70 bucks. The mini slide hammer, I didn't get a chance to, to look at that, but I think it's about 89 bucks, I think. I think it was about 89 bucks. Don't quote me on it, but I will put the link down there. They also have adapters that go with this. Well, you can purchase separately with the mini lifter. And they've got the centipede tab adapter and they've got the pass-through adapter. So that'll be really good. And I know I'm going to be able to use all three of those tabs, the, the horseshoe one, the pass-through, and the centipede tab adapter. Fantastic. It's going to work sensational. 
I'm excited to show you guys because I did do a review on it, like I mentioned, and I also implemented me using the Kiko um, dead center tabs with it as a real scenario. Paletex would use it. You can also set these tabs up, right? So if you have multiple dents, which most of you will, instead of just pulling one at a time and hopefully you're on, on the center of it, you can set it up. And if you have enough glue, you'll set glue on these separately and have them already placed. And you put your hook up your mini lifter, slide it or turn it a couple times, turn it on, turn it, twist it, lock on, pull, untwist it, go to the next one, twist it, pull, go to the next one. That's the one scenario that they were, uh, created it for. And about the glue too. For those who might have a hard time keeping the glue on the tab, and if you're in hot weather, I would strongly suggest either replacing your Glexo with a new glue and make, and then prepping it, make sure it's nice and tacky. But if it's too tacky, because sometimes that, this Glexo breaks down and it can be way too tacky, um, then you'll need to replace the glue because it just won't work in effect. It'll, it'll prematurely come off the tab. And then if you put the, put the glue on the tab, make sure you, you cover the edges over. And I'm not talking like go overboard with it. But just make sure that you cover it. So when you pull and yank, your glue is still staying on the tab. Also, Colexo has a hot, humid glue now. It's the gray one. And that works great too. That's probably what you should be using. Because in my shop, if it gets over 85 degrees... The one, the, the Glexo I've been using for the last year breaks down, gets too hot, too gummy, too tacky, way too tacky. And it's, it doesn't work. So I either replace it with a new one, new, new little, uh, Glexo glue, or I go to the gray one, which I do now. I go to the gray one because it holds up a little bit better. Like it holds up better, way better than the black one. So that's what you're going to see on the review. You're going to see how it works. Um, it is definitely something I would consider getting, and it will help you get the dent started, if not out all the way. So that, that's my conclusion on that. So that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to conclude this podcast. And uh, yeah, let me know what you guys thought. What you think? I appreciate you guys putting a review out there. I really do. Really, really means a lot to me. And I appreciate you guys listening and, and making fun of me here and there. I'm all about it. But uh, stay tuned. I hope you guys stay safe out there. Don't do anything. Again, I wouldn't do twice. All right? Be good, everybody. See you.